Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. Today begins the Global Day of Prayer. And with the Global Day of Prayer, we're mostly praying for the nations of the world and praying for our leaders. Today we're going to be praying for all cadres of leaders and those in power and authority. First Timothy 2 from verse 1 to 2 says, I exhort therefore that first of all, that first supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of things be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Pray that the nations will be brought into alignment with the prophetic plan, the prophetic timing, plans and purposes of God as delivered to us in the scriptures. We forbid and overturn Satan's plan and agenda to control our government before the time by the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. We break the dominion and influence of Satan and demons over the leaders of the, of the government of the world and its people, which has been exercised through fear mongering and compelling by force of authority, hallelujah. So we're going to be praying for the leaders of the nations right now. I'm going to be posting the prayer points in the chat room. Let us begin to pray. Sunt 
I'm 
Yes, in the name of Jesus, we pray for the leaders of the nations of the earth. We take away Baros de Ila Krondo Fracadilla Casusima Caros da Cabaya Ela Shonda Cacabana Basata Lepilo Krondo Fricadilla Cacabondo Fracatari Roste in the Anda Cacadaya. Everything that is inconsistent with God's plans and purposes for the earth. We decree and declare that in the name of the Lord Jesus, the nations are brought into alignment with 
the prophetic plans, timings, purposes of God, as delivered to us in scripture. We forbid and overthrow Satan's plans and agenda to control our government before time. By the authority of the Lord Jesus, we break the dominion and influence of Satan's and demons over the leaders of the government of the world. We say they proceed no further. They proceed no further in the name of our Lord Jesus. Yes, for the hearts of the kings are in the hands of the Lord. And he turned it so wheresoever he listed. Oh, Yes, they pay attention to the Lord. The Holy Ghost is in charge now and forevermore. Blessed be your name, O God, forever and ever. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. Lord, we give you thanks. Hallelujah. For the hearts of the kings are in your hands. Hallelujah. And you turn it to align to your timing, plans, and purposes. As delivered to us in scriptures. Thank you, precious Father. You are good and you are kind. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God forevermore. Oh, praise God, praise God. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, good night, depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time. You are welcome to be inspired by the word go global times of devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed sister Maka for the opportunity to continually lead the saints of God here in the inspired by the word in times of intercessory prayers for the nations and the peoples of the earth. Hallelujah. Praise God. Right now we're going to a session of praise and worship after which we're going into the Rhapsody of Reality segment. Over to you, dear sister Grace. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Esteem, for today before that session of prayer. And thank you so much, Esteem, Amara, for the opportunity to lead God's people daily in worship. Hallelujah. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you're connected from at this time. Jesus is worthy of our praise forever. Just go ahead and lift up your hands and your voice to him in praise. We bless your name, O God, you are worthy forever. Balare Gerebonsh Kidahash. Lamb of God, you are worthy of the highest praise. Mighty God, you are greatly to be praised. Mm-hmm. Heaven and earth you created by your spoken word. Jesus, you are worthy to be praised. Oh, Lamb of God, you are worthy of the highest praise. 
Mighty God, you are greatly to be praised. Oh, heaven and earth, you created by your spoken word. Jesus, you are worthy to be praised. Worthy is the Lamb who sits upon the throne. How great thou art. How great thou art. Your kingdom never ends. You reign in majesty. How great thou art. How great thou art. Worthy is the Lamb who sits upon the throne. How great thou art. How great you are. Your kingdom never ends. You reign in majesty, how great thou art, how great thou art. Oh, worthy is the Lamb, you sit upon the throne, how great thou art, how great thou art your kingdom never ends you reign majesty how great thou art how great thou art glory to the lamb who sits upon the throne how great you are lord how great you are your kingdom never ends you reign forevermore how great thou art how great thou art glory to your name son of righteousness how great thou art how great thou art your kingdom never ends you are king forevermore how great thou art how great thou art worthy is your name you are the lord of my life how great thou art how great thou art your gracious and kind lover of my soul how great thou art how great thou art glory to your name sustainer of my life how great thou art 
how great thou art your kingdom never ends you reign in majesty how great thou art how great thou art what is your name king of righteousness how great thou art lord how great thou art your wisdom works in me yes you're the Lord of my life. How great thou art. How great thou art. Oh, God, I did you you for your name. Oh, You're the strength of my life. How great, How great thou art. How great, How great thou art. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. How great thou art, oh God. You are amazing. Glory, 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 glory to your name. Wow. Glory to God. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Grace, for that amazing time of worship. And thank you, esteemed Pastor Bora, for the time of intercessory prayers. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. The rains are fallen. Glory to God. Thank you, Heavenly Father. You are gracious and you are kind. Thank you for this year of the gathering clouds. The clouds have indeed gathered and they are now emptying themselves. They gather, they empty themselves. They gather, they empty themselves. Thank you, O God, for the continuous rain, rain of blessings, rain of perfection, rain of completion of projects that have been started many years before now, weeks and months before now. Suddenly, that which is required to bring it to completion is now made available. Thank you for dreams realized, desires granted, expectations exceeded. Thank you. We give you praise. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Depending on where you are connected from, welcome once again to the Inspired by the World Global Time of Devotion. We are going to have a great time in the presence of the Lord as we are already doing. It's going to be a great time today. Glory to God. Friday, the 25th of March, 2022. Bear in mind that today begins the Global Day of Prayer, a quarterly edition that we started in 2020. Yes, in 2020. And I want to believe that this is the eighth edition the eighth or the ninth edition and um, we're going to be praying today into tomorrow saturday 26th and um, we're fasting today 6 a.m to 6 p.m in your local time and then tomorrow also um ensure to join the times of prayers um 
the first session begins at 6 p.m. GMT plus one across all the stations. And it will run from that time till tomorrow, rounding off again at 6 p.m. In between the two 6 p.m. timing are different sessions or prayers. So you can wake up at night, join the prayer. During the day, you can join the prayer. There's, there's a prayer going on at every moment in time from 6 p.m. GMT plus one today to maybe 10, 11, 12 a.m. if possible, Saturday into Sunday morning. You know, so um, it's going to be a great time. Ensure that you're a part of it. Ensure that you're praying for your nation. Ensure that you're praying for the nations. You know, the church is a restraining force of evil in the world today. You want the world intact till you leave at the rapture of the church. If you remember what happened with COVID, as beautiful as your dreams or your vacations that you had planned, you traveled nowhere. School stopped, work stopped for many, so many things stopped. So you can have great dreams, great aspirations. If the world is not put in check, you may not have the opportunity to realize them. Join the Global Day of Prayer and let us put the devil in check and create the world that we want to see and live in till the rapture. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Ensure to also invite your loved ones. We'll share more details on across our groups. Praise God. All right, I want us to review the Rhapsody together. If you remember in this week, we've been doing a lot of study about the Holy Spirit. And um, today he says he didn't ask us to pray in vain. Um, if you understand the ministry of the Holy Spirit is also our intercessor. That means he helps us pray. So while we're entering into the subject of prayer, we're also seeing a ministry that the Holy Spirit helps us with. He didn't ask us to pray in vain. Pray without season, 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 17. And I want to take the article together. We're going to be reading from the first paragraph with your mics muted. Let the word of God bless your heart, bless your spirit, and let the spirit of God speak to you as we go through the article together. All right, one, two, three, go. We'll run from the first paragraph. Prayer can be very effective and prayer can be mere religion. There are people who don't expect answers when they pray. To them, prayer is part of their religiosity. But God never told us to pray for nothing. Prayer is real communication. You're actually talking to someone that's listening to you and ready to answer you. Here's another beautiful thing about the Lord. He knows what's in your heart even before you ask him. Before you pray, he knows what you'd say to him. Why then does he expect you to pray? It's because God operates in legality. In spite of the fact that he loves you, he operates with rules, laws that he's put in place. The Bible tells us that he gave the earth to human beings to live in and to run it. Thus, he requires their invitation to intervene in their circumstances. For instance, if you're paying your rent duly, your landlord can't just walk into your apartment because he owns the house. That will be illegal because you are the custodian of the apartment. He has to come at your invitation. That's the way it is with God. 
We are custodians of the earth. He needs our invitation to intervene in the affairs of men. When you get in trouble and you don't know what to do about a particular situation and you require his intervention, you have to ask for it even though he sees what's going on. Take, for instance, the way he related with the children of Israel in Ezekiel 36. He outlined several blessings for them. But in the 37th verse, he said, Thought said the Lord God, I will yet for this be inquired of by the house of Israel to do it for them. I will increase them with men like a flock. Ezekiel 36, 37. That's God dealing in his legality. So through prayers, you convey your mind, feelings, emotions, and supplications to God while he responds with answers. As you pray, especially in other tongues, the Holy Spirit puts words in your mouth, sanctified words that you can speak to God to cause changes in your world. Prayer holds an important place in the life of a Christian amongst other glorious benefits and blessings. Prayer assures God's protection over you. Your insecurity disappears and you receive courage to tackle whatever comes against you in life. So as admonished in our theme verse, pray without season, praise God. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Somebody excited? It's amazing that this um, today we're going to be praying, fasting, and around the world, standing in the gap for the things that must happen in the earth before we leave. And um, the article today is just so um, easy for you to digest and understand. Um, Pastor talked about the legality of God's operations. You know, if you remember when we read Genesis, for those of you who may be reading your Bible for the first time, God had made man, that is Adam, and then he made Eve. And in Genesis chapter one, you will see how that God gave Adam charge over the earth. He told Adam to dominate. He told Adam to subdue the earth. You would also read how that Adam gave names to the animals. Adam basically determined how things would go. God had created the earth. And then when he created Adam, he handed the earth over to Adam. And the best explanation to help you understand God's legality in interfering in the matters of the earth was just the example that the man of God gave concerning your house. Many of you live in rented apartments. If you came back from work, you opened your door and you saw your landlord sitting in your sitting room, you'll be startled and you'll be like, landlord, how did you get in here? You'll be upset to find that, oh, your landlord actually had an extra key and he entered your house. Why are you gonna be upset? Because for the duration that you pay for the rent, the house is yours. Your landlord does not have that leeway to just use a spare key, if at all he even has one, which he's not supposed to have. He does not have that leeway to use a spec key to enter the apartment just because he's the one that builds the house and he's the one that owns the house. If he's going to enter into your house, he has to ask for your permission. It is his house. It remains his house. And he even has the right to wake up and give you a notice to quit, for instance. But he cannot just 
intrude into that privacy that you have. So the privacy spans for the number of period that you have paid for. If you pay for a two-year period, even if he wants you to leave, he has to, he has to um, um, issue you a document, a notice to quit. And then he has to give you a time frame. And even at that, he cannot still badge into the house until you have moved after, out of the house. You know, that helps us explain how God works. God has given us the earth. If you read your Bible very well, it says the earth is a footstool and he's given the earth to the children of men. God says he's giving the earth to us. So we determine what happens in the earth. And at any point in time that we require God to intervene in any situation, we have to invite him. The same way you call your landlord, ah, oh God, landlord, ah, there's something, you know, there's something that we saw in, in one part of the room. Um, it looks like um, a, an issue with the wall. If we have to fix it, we have to break the wall. We need you to come and see it. You know that we cannot just alter structural, the structural building of the house without your permission. So there's a trouble with the house. You invite the landlord to come and then he comes to check it. And then he's either fixing it or giving you the permission to fix it. The same way, God needs our invitation. Pastor has taught us again and again that prayer makes it possible for God to do what he would not have done had we not prayed. Let me say it again. Prayer makes it possible for God to do what he would not have done had we not prayed. So in your own personal life, God needs your invitation. What do you want to do? What do you want God to do for you in your personal life, in your business, in your family, on the job, in your relationship, in your marriage, whatever area, in your finances, he needs your invitation. And, you know, a part of today's devotional article is talking about if you get into trouble, how that you should invite God. But you can live a life of invitation where you don't have to wait to get into trouble to invite God into the situation. In, in, in public relations, there's a course we usually would do, it's called crisis management. But you see, the thing about crisis management is most of them are centered around um, solving crisis. But the best way to live is to prevent a crisis, which is crisis prevention. Now, let's use the issue of the Ukraine, Russia and Ukraine at the moment that's going on. You know, this conversation between Russia and Ukraine had been on for a long time, for months, for years. And what the world is presently doing, that is called, they are trying to do a crisis intervention to get Russia and Ukraine to talk, to resolve the crisis because it's affecting the global economy of the world. is useless and it's stupid because it could have been prevented. Just a simple conversation could have happened to prevent the crisis. Now the crisis has happened. The world now wants to sit together to deliberate how to solve it. And it's so easy, the things that would have been conversed that would have avoided the, the crisis. It will not take more than a five minute conversation. So don't live your life waiting to have a crisis, waiting to have a trouble before you invite God. 
prevent trouble. Live in the prevention mode. So in your daily fellowship with God, one of the things that we do here, for instance, as simple as the communion, communion is a preventive mode. It prevents the sickness because it's, it's like, you know, when you take supplements on a daily basis, things that keep your body fresh, alive and active, the communion does that. So it keeps your body in check. You say, oh, you're taking the communion. You can also direct the, 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 your, your desires in different areas of your life. Because when, God, when, when Christ paid with his blood, he settled everything. So the communion doesn't just work for your body. It can, it's a reminder for what Christ did for us. And what he did for us was all-encompassing. And he finished it all. When he died on the cross, he said, it is finished. It is finished. And it is indeed finished. So ensure that your troubles are finished. Ensure that the crises of your life are finished. I'm not saying that challenges would not rise, but you would unleash at that moment and, and keep it in check. In round number, I was listening to a man of God and he said that um, 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 he had just come out from a healing meeting and then he, was, he had gotten home. He came out from a meeting, he had laid hands and healed his sick and immediately he sat down. He said a very terrible back pain hit him that he couldn't stand up. And he was explaining how that it's a strategy of the enemy. When he's seen you exhibit your ministry in a particular area, he can come and hit you very hard. And he said at that moment, he was not going to carry that waist pain and begin to, you know, pray and um, work out his faith to want to, to get back to normal. He said, no, that he resisted immediately with a, with a huge fight. He staged the devil with, a, with an immediate fight. You know, when somebody slaps you and you slap the person back and you don't slap the person once, you slap the person once, twice, three times to the point that the person staggers and is trying to even see. That's what he was explaining doing to the devil. So as the devil slapped him with his pain, he said he gave to the devil back, back, back from all angles. And that's how the pain disappeared. So he was talking about being very, very, you know, um, um, not nice when you're dealing with the devil because the devil doesn't play fair. He doesn't play nice. He comes to steal, he comes to destroy. Steal, kill and destroy. So if at any moment you feel any slight entry of anything, you just deal with it immediately while you stay on that preventive mode. So understand the ministry of prayer and pray with that understanding, the consciousness and the expectation of answers to all of your prayers. Praise the Lord. I'm going to hand over to the esteemed Pastor Onye for the next segment. Thank you, everyone, for your time. God bless you. Thank you, Ma, for this opportunity. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on where you are connected from at this time, we are going to the Bible study segment of today's devotion, and we are taking the further studies of the Rhapsody of Realities. Luke chapter 18, verse 1 says, And he spoke a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not faint. Ephesians 6, 18 says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in spirit. And what change here also with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Praise the Lord. We're going to take the confession together. Please do not unmute your mic. Just repeat after me. Dear Father, thank you for always delighting to hear and answer my prayers. Even now, 
I pray that righteousness is poured out upon the nations, producing salvation everywhere. Thank you for your spirit of grace working on men's hearts to be receptive more than ever before to the gospel. In Jesus' name, praise the Lord. We are going to go over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion. And we are in the book of, we are still taking the book of Luke from chapter 6, Passion Translation. Caption, Jesus and Religious Traditions. One Sabbath day, Jesus and his disciples were walking through a field of ripe weeds. His disciples plucked some heads of grain, rubbed the hogs off with their hands and ate them. This infuriated some of the Jewish religious leaders. They said to Jesus, why are you allowing your disciples to harvest grain on the Sabbath? Don't you know it's not permissible according to the law? Jesus replied, haven't you read the scriptures? Haven't you read what King David did when he was hungry? He entered the sanctuary of God, took the bread of God's presence, right off the sacred table, and shared it with his men. It was only lawful for the priest to eat the bread of God's presence. You need to know that the Son of Man is no slave to the Sabbath, for I am master over the Sabbath. Six. On another Sabbath, Jesus was preaching in the synagogue. In the room with him was a man with a deformed right hand. Everyone watched Jesus closely, especially the Jewish religious leaders and the religious scholars, to see if Jesus would heal on his Sabbath, for they were eager to find a reason to accuse him of breaking the Jewish laws. Jesus, knowing their very thoughts, said to the man with the deformed hand, Come and stand here in front. I'll take that again. Come and stand here in the middle of the room. So he got up and came forward. Jesus said to all who were there, let me ask you a question, he said. Which is better, to heal or to do harm on the Sabbath? I have come to save life, but you have come to find a life to destroy. Ten. One by one, Jesus looked into the eyes of each person in the room. Then he said to the man, stretch out your hand and open your, stretch out your arm and open your hand. With everyone watching intently, he stretched out his arm and his hand was completely healed. The room erupted with bitter rage. And from that moment on, the religious leaders plotted among themselves about how they might harm Jesus. Caption, Jesus chose 12 apostles. After leaving the synagogue, Jesus went into the hills to spend the whole night in prayer to God. At daybreak, he called together all of his followers and selected 12 from among them, and he appointed them to be his apostles. Here are their names. Simon, who he named Peter. Andrew, Peter's brother. Jacob, John, Philip. Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, Jacob, the son of Alphaeus, Simon, known as a fiery political zealot, Judah, the son of Jacob, and Judas, the locksmith who later betrayed Jesus. Praise the Lord. Let's come to the end of today's New Testament reading. I'm going to hand over to esteemed brother John 
for the Old Testament reading. Do have a beautiful day. God bless you. Is Brother John online? Brother John, if you're online, please raise your hand. Okay, Pastor Inye, you can just continue um, the Bible reading for the New Testament. We are reading Deuteronomy 29 and 30. Thank you. Thank you, Ma, for this opportunity. Deuteronomy 29, the Living Bible. It was on the plains of Moab that Moses restated the covenant that the Lord had made with the people of Israel at Mount Horeb. He summoned all Israel before him and told them, you have seen with your own eyes the great plagues and mighty miracles that the Lord brought upon Pharaoh and his people in the land of Egypt. But even yet, the Lord hasn't given you hearts that understand or eyes that see or ears that hear. Five, for 40 years, God has led you through the wilderness, yet your clothes haven't become old and your shoes haven't worn out. The reason he hasn't let you settle down to grow grain for bread or grape for wine and strong drink is so that you will realize that this is the Lord your God who has been caring for you. Seven, when we came here, King Stilo of Hepshon and King O of Bashan came out against us in battle, but we destroyed them and took their land and gave it to the tribes of Reuben and Gad and to the half-tribe of Manasseh as their inheritance. Therefore, obey the terms of this covenant so that you will prosper in everything that you do. All of you, your leaders, the people, your judges, and the administrative officers are standing today before the Lord your God along with all your little ones and your wives and the foreigners are among you, those who chop your wood and carry your water. You are standing here to enter into a contract with Jehovah your God, a contract he's taking with you today. 13, he wants to confirm you today as his people and to confirm that he is your God just as he promised your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. This contract is not with you alone as you stand before him today, but with all your future generation of Israel as well. Surely you remember how we have lived in the land of Egypt and how as we left, we came safely through the territory of enemies of the earth. Sorry, I'll take that again. 16, surely you remember how we lived in the land of Egypt and how, as we left, we came safely through the territory of the enemy nations. And you have seen their hurting idols made of wood, stone, silver, and gold. The day that any of you, man or woman, family or tribe of Israel, begins to turn away from the Lord our God and desires to worship those gods of other nations, that day a root will be planted that will grow bitter and poisonous fruits. Let no one blatantly think when he hears the warnings of this cause, I shall prosper even though I walk in my own stubborn way. 20. For the Lord will not pardon. His anger and jealousy will be hot against that man. And all the causes written in this book shall lie heavily upon him. And the Lord will blot out his name from under heaven. The Lord will separate that man from all the tribes of Israel 
to pour out upon him all the causes which are recorded in this book, that before those who break this contract, then your children and generations to come and the foreigners that pass by from distant lands shall see the devastation of the land and the diseases that the Lord will have spent upon it. They will see that the whole land is acre and salt and burned over wasteland, unsown without crops, without a shade of vegetation, just like Sodom and Gomorrah and Adam and Zebom, destroyed by the Lord in his anger. 24. Why has the Lord done this to his land? The nations will ask, why was he so angry? And they will be told, because the people of the land broke the contract made with them by Jehovah, the God of their ancestors, when he brought them out of the land of Egypt. For they worshipped other gods, violating his express command. That is why the anger of the Lord was hot against this land so that all his causes, which were recorded in this book, broke forth upon them. In great anger, the Lord rooted them out of their land and threw them away into another land where they still live today. 29, their secrets the Lord your God has not revealed to us, but these words that he has revealed are for us and our children to obey forever. 13. When all these things have happened to you, the blessing and the causes have listed, you will meditate upon them as you are living among the nations where the Lord your God will have driven you. If at that time you want to return to the Lord your God and, you, and your children have begun wholeheartedly to obey all of the commandments I've given you today, then the Lord your God will rescue you from your captivity. He will have shown mercy upon you and come and gather you out of all the nations where he will have scattered you. For though you are at the ends of the earth, he will go and find you and bring you back. Again, sorry. Five. To the land of your... Okay, I'll take that. Four. Though you are at the ends of the earth, he will go and find you and bring you back again to the land of your ancestors. You shall possess the land and he will do you good and bless you even more than he did your ancestors. He will cleanse your hearts and the hearts of your children and of your children's children so that you will love the Lord your God with all your hearts and soul and Israel shall come alive again. If you return to the Lord and obey all the commandments that I command you today, the Lord your God will take this course and turn them against your enemies, against those who hate you and persecute you. Nine. The Lord your God will prosper everything you do and give you many children and much cattle and wonderful crops. For the Lord will again rejoice over you as he did over your fathers. He will rejoice if you but obey the commandments written in this book of the law. And if you turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and soul, obeying this commandment is not something beyond your strength and reach. For these laws are not in the far heavens, so distant, so distant that you can't hear and obey them, and with no one to bring them down to you. Nor are they beyond 
the Oaken so far that no one can bring you their message, but they are very close at hand in your hearts and on your lips. So obey them. Look, today I've set before you life and death, depending on whether you obey or disobey. I've commanded you today to love the Lord your God and to follow his paths and to keep his laws so that you will live and become a great nation and so that the Lord your God will bless you and the land you are about to possess. 19, 17. But if your heart turn away and you do not listen, if you are drawn away to worship other gods, then I will declare to you this day that you shall surely perish. You will not have a, a long good life in the land you are going in to possess. I will call heaven and earth to witness against you that today I have set before you life or death, blessings or curse, all that you will choose life, that you and your children by live. Choose to love the Lord your God and to obey him and to cling to him, for he is your life and the length of your days. You will then be able to live safely in the land. The Lord promised your ancestors, Abraham and Jacob. This comes to the end of today's Old Testament reading. Thank you, esteemed Brother Matthew, for sharing your screen. Thank you, esteemed Matt, for the opportunity. You have a wonderful day. God bless you. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Inye, for that amazing read. Good morning, good afternoon. Good evening, everyone. Depend on what part of the world you are connected from at this time. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege. Praise God. At this point, we're going straight to the affirmation segment of our meeting and the affirmation will be on the screen shortly. We start our affirmation by taking our names. My name is, you say your name. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. The next paragraph, I, your name. Granted according to the riches of the glory of Christ, the third paragraph, I, your name. My love abounds more and more in knowledge and in all judgment. I ask everyone to please unmute their mics as we take our affirmation at the count of three. of my 
Amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, Plara Dori, Kralokroski, Jikler Dori, Tarebracon Selemandi. Nele Daria Co, Sekila Angrasi, Jovraglo, Ros Ila Branglishtes, Second Negredila Cross Co, Vratoski. Mele Gabadori, Kali and Tija La Mondia, Suga Suga Telecristis, Selecrundus Crosski de Branglis. Manda Ladra de Bushalan, Takaradori, Karikadori, and Kizele Freptelita. Malakroski Jufrakon de Chlorogodila Hatta, Igadarian Dijolungros, Alakroski Jufran de Gredegirai, Dark Tic Tac Tic Tacu, Selefran de Clus, Safranda Crabadilla Cross, Gijuvren de Libertilla Crabadori and Tila Hunter. Oh, Ziggy Papa Brakapon to Kovrakati. For I receive of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take it, this is my body, which is broken for you, these two in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, thank you. For the bread of life that came down from heaven, thank you for Christ that was sent to this world to die for us. Lord, we say thank you. For in his death, he consummated everything in salvation. That as we embrace, accept his lordship of our lives, everything that his vicarious death, burial, and resurrection has brought is imputed into us. And even now we affirm that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We affirm. And we are strengthened with minds by your spirit in our inner man. We affirm that we are joyful at all times, ever giving praises and glory to your name. Thank you, Lord God. For even now, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we will restore strength to that weak body. We restore peace to that home. We declare peace to that family. We declare restoration to that business. We declare wholeness to that body. And we say in the name of the Lord Jesus, every infirmity bow by the power of the Holy Ghost even now as we break this bread. Thank you, Lord. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it.
Oh, Zuba Makilondos Kroski, Jufrek de Ligrai, Nakrandaklesi Krandis. Adagaduri Kilankras in the Haigaduri and Tilaika. Bukla Krakusa Satija and Dijikatalia, Prongli Jufran Nangras. And the Gazatukuri Kaladigas, Aligrundus Kos, Gidibrek de Ligra, Degri Degri. Luparandusovra Dija Ligradori and Dagra Digra. Naga Nagra Negra Sokshul and the Krokodori and Dijalamandia. Precious Father, thank you. After the same manner also, he took the cup when he had stopped saying, this cup is a new testament in my blood. This do you as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Tai kataka do, Christ is shalanta. Begadali gadila krusofran de grabadoria. Tozexila kreskish. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the cup of the everlasting covenant. As we take this cup, we are firm even now. We have eternal life. Eternal life is our present, our possession and reality. We live eternal life. Lord, we say thank you. For it is your will that all men should prosper and be in health, even as our souls prosper. And even now we are firm that we prosper. We are in health. There is prosperity in our soul, in our spirits. Thank you, Lord. And even now we declare blessings upon everything that we do today. In our going out, in our businesses, in those we meet, Everything we do today is blessed by the power of the Holy Ghost. And there's an exceptional favor for us. A favor that behooves any thinking, any thought of any mind. They wonder how it came, but it came by the Holy Ghost. We are favored by the Spirit of God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, Lord, we give you praise. Thank you, Father. Go ahead and take the cup. And on that cross, when he died, before he died, before he gave up his last breath, he said, it is finished. Oh, as you, take, as you have taken this cup this day, it is finished. I hear strongly in my spirit, it is finished. It is finished. It is finished. The pain is finished. The redundant business over this year, since January till now, that it seems like, oh, business has not been the way you expected. It is finished. And the Spirit of God is asking me to remind you when men tack the gate, keep Laradori, when men are cast down, when they are cast down, you shall see there was a lifting up. Because where the word of the king is, there was power. So as you keep declaring the lifting up, you practically levitate just as the Lord did when he ascended to heaven. And many will look up to you, look up to your business, 
look up to your family and they will wonder how do these ones do it it's not by power it's not by mind but that same spirit that raised jesus from the dead he has quickened you. He has vitalized you. He has vitalized your business. He has vitalized your family. He has vitalized all that concerns you. So the growth has begun by the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Father. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege. Thank you to all our esteemed co-hosts. Thank you so much for the blessings you are to us every day. At this point, I'll kindly hand over to the esteemed pastor and to the construction remaining part of the meeting. Thank you, everyone, and make sure you have a glorious day. Glory to God, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God, hallelujah. Well, we are going over to the celebration segment of today's devotion. If today is your first time of connecting with us, we want to meet with you. Please kindly come to the chat room and say your name, who invited you, and where you are connected from. Today is the 25th of March. If today is your birthday, birthday of your loved one, wedding anniversary, or whatever it is you are celebrating, we want to celebrate with you. Glory to God. Please come to the chat room and let's know what it is you want celebrating. Praise the Lord. Okay. Dafuna says, today is the birthday of my friend, Nusa. Happy birthday, Nusa. God's blessings now and always. Sister Linda says, I'm Sister Linda. I was invited by Sister Cynthia and I'm connected from Naibia. I can see your excitement. I'm excited for you. And we are excited to have you today in our midst. And you are in for a great time. Praise God. Sister Uche, please, can we know who invited you and where you are connected from? Sister Chinere says, today is my nephew's birthday. His name is Sumek, Sumkene. Happy birthday, esteemed. God's blessings now and always. Anthony says, today is my younger brother's birthday. His name is Michael. Happy birthday to your brother. God's blessings now and always. Sister Grace says, it's my friend's birthday. Their names are Walter and Andrew. Happy birthday to Walter and Andrew. God's blessings now and always. Oh, Sister Uche says, I was invited by Sister Joy and I'm connected from Lagos. Esteemed Sister Uche, we are excited to have you in our midst and I assure you that you are in for a great time. Demarco says, today is my first time. Please, who invited you and where are you connected from? We would like to meet you formally. Sister, esteemed Sister Grace says, today is my friend's birthday. Her name is Clem. Happy birthday to your friend. God's blessings now and always. Rhoda says, today is my friend and colleague's birthday. His name is Gideon. Happy birthday to you, Gideon. God's blessings now and always. Demarco, we are still waiting to meet with you. We want to know your real name, where you are connected from, and who invited you. Do we have any more birthdays? Okay. Um, now, Demarco is saying, and Owo 
I was invited by Ms. Abodesi Onoja. Please, where are you connected from? We are excited to have you in our midst. You are welcome to Inspired by the Word, and you are in for a great time. John says, today is my son's precious comfy's birthday. Happy birthday to your son, brother John. God's blessings now and always. Okay, Manuel says, my name is Olubuse King David. Yesterday was my classmate's birthday. Her name is Dokas. Happy birthday to your classmates. God's blessings now and always. So I'm going back to Oboeye Oyidamola. He said he's connected from Lagos and he was invited by Ms. Abodesi Onoja. You are welcome, esteemed Oyidamola. We are excited to have you in our midst. You are in for a great time. I'm going to hand over to the esteemed Sister Maka to pray for all our celebrants and those connected to connected with us for the first time. Do have an amazing day. God bless you. Praise God. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Oyindamola who's joined us for the first time today. Brought her here for a reason and I know that whatever you have planned out for her will be accomplished and with speed in the name of the Lord Jesus. We thank you for all our celebrants for today. We give you praise because they leave their light to the full, fulfilling purpose without reproach and doing all that they were born to do. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. We give you praise. Today is a memorable day for them. That which you have planned out for them. From these days henceforth, the journey is easy. The journey is richer. The journey is faster in the name of the Lord Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Happy birthday to all celebrants of today and welcome Onidamalath, welcome to the family. Esteemed family, we have had a great time today as always and God is ever faithful to see to it that the words that you receive is fulfilled in your life. Words that you hear, hear the words or prophecies that you receive, we bid you to return with testimonies because those are words from the spirit. Glory to God, hallelujah. Come to the end of today's devotion, and I'm going to ask us to all unmute as we share the benediction. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Amen.